we'd always do a little bit of an intro and uh and then i'll be like this is this is adam cool tell us about yourself adam it's better think of something good and funny tell about myself oh yeah no 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 pressure Brittany. okay it's our first guest (laughs) so much better so much pressure it's our first guest you better think of something (laughs) funny to say yeah should i have one of these Welcome to the 37th episode of Left of Skeptic. My name is Brittany Lind. And I am Kayla Moria. And we are a paranormal podcast. Yes, we are. And we have a, uh, a different setup this week. Brand spanking new. Brand spanking new. This is actually the very first time that Kayla and I have ever recorded in the same room. Yeah, it's a little intimidating. You're a presence. You're I'm a right whole here. presence. I'm right here. She can see my whole outfit, my Von Tramps shirt. My sweet you can't sit with us hat that Dee gave me because it is October 3rd. He turned around and he asked me, what's the date today? It's October 3rd. See, Mean Girls Day. Mean oh, Girls okay. Day. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I was going with. <laughs> and we have a guest. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't I should No, have no, talked. you absolutely <laughs> should talk. Talk all the time. Uh, so this is our friend, Adam. Hi, Adam. What's up? <laughs> we're, we're, we're recording a podcast it's fantastic we're actually in adam's attic this yeah. is how we're able to be in the same room with each other yeah the serpent room the serpent room yeah oh i suppose there's look yeah, there's, there's a snake, a snake. Yeah. There's, there's a snake, a snake right snake. there yeah there's cool lighting there yeah. were some cats before and we all know how we feel about cats we love cats we love cats living cats ghost cats yeah. I almost said dead cats, and I was like, that's not, we don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost cats. Ghost cats. Undead Ghost cats. cats. Undead like cats. Like in that episode of Buffy. There you yes. go. See? See? Uh, so, Kayla, what did you, uh, how are you? What have you been doing this week? Um, Getting ready to go to New York. Damn, that's right. I'm so jealous. Where I'm going to take a ghost tour. Really? Yeah, in yeah. Greenwich Village. That's super cool. I'm so jealous. So, that was my sister's activity, Seaster picked that other seaster picked going to coney island i'm expecting that might be creepy for a whole different factor because it's, coney, yeah. island, Cause it's yeah. coney island yeah yeah so i don't know i'm so jealous that you get to go see wicked i get to see wicked and hamilton oh that's super cool yeah Dang. I, I have an, a hamilton obsession it's calmed down a lot in the oh, last really? year like last july it was at full peak obsession where i was just wandering around singing hamilton mm. i probably sang hamilton a couple of times on the <laughs> podcast probably yeah yeah mm. Uh, and now this is where I'm going to drop my my thing, where I got to see Wicked with the original cast three months after it opened. Mm. Yeah, well, fuck you too, Brittany. <laughs> That's pretty cool. She's going to one-up me. She's just going to be like, oh, well, you might get to see Wicked. But I saw Wicked with the original cast. I saw Adina Dina Menzel. Menzel. <laughs> I saw Kristen Chenoweth. Adam's like, cool, cool. Yeah. I saw The Wizard of Oz once. <laughs> I have not seen anything on Broadway. This is my first trip to New York. I have seen live Phantom of the Opera in Chicago, and I've seen Wicked in the cities, but this is my first time seeing anything on Broadway, so I'm pretty stoked. Oh, that's going to be awesome. I saw Phantom on Broadway, too. Wow. Oh, my God. We get it. Mm -hmm. Dang, you're cultured. Mm Mm-hmm. Dang. 
Mm-hmm. I am not cultured. No, me neither. <laughs> I saw Lethal Weapon 1, Lethal Weapon 2, <laughs> Lethal Weapon 3, all on HBO. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I am super cultured. I'm just going to use this as a weird segue. Uh, did I get a chance to tell you about the bomb-ass presentation I went to go see? No, I was going to ask you what you did this week. Oh, my gosh. So I work uh, adjacent with the Duluth Chamber of Commerce, and they do this skills series, which more normally it's all about business stuff because it's the Chamber of Commerce. But I was talking to the marketing person from the Chamber a couple of months ago about the podcast, and she said, guess what? Our September skill series is how to tell a scary story yeah and so i went to this thing and i was so excited and it was by two local ladies uh meg halfdahl and kelly florence and they have four books i bought all four of them of course you did and they are the science of horror okay so there's the science of stephen king The science of women in horror. Very cool. And the science of monsters. And then, because it was a very special presentation, they have the science of serial killers. Oh, boy. Oh, that's all all up your alley. I know. (laughs) And this one actually officially hasn't even come out yet. But I bought it. I've started reading it. I'm super excited. And now I have to have some sort of time to do a true crime podcast because I'm so excited. So did I see in your Snapchat or on in, or on Instagram or something like was there a picture of them presenting and was Eileen Wernos in the background? Is that what I saw? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I have yeah, yeah. I have a memory sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So I started with the science of serial killers. Uh, I'm so I'm only like two chapters in because I like to read them before bed. Yeah. And that all of the creepy things I like to read before bed and I get sleepy. And so my melatonin kicks in, and then I have to send in the sign. Well, at least you know that about yourself. Yeah. Um, Adam. Yes? How was your week? It was great. Yeah? Yeah, I spent it up here mostly. Editing? Editing, and then I – so I went back to school during COVID. Nice. And so I've been very busy with schoolwork. Yeah, fuck yeah. school. Man. Oh. <laughs> you, did you go back recently, or have you uh, just been? To I am in my last time? semester to get my uh, bachelor's in human resource management. Oh God bless you! After like ditching school for ten years. Yeah, that's I'm in yep. the same boat then. Yep. Yeah, I forgot how to be a student. Yeah, dude, and it yeah. takes forever to get back into yeah. it. And then because this is my last semester, senioritis has hit mm. so, so hard. hard. Yep. Yep, I'm the same boat. I just I can't. Yep. I can't. I don't like it. I yeah. don't wanna. For those of you listening at home, uh, Adam is on one side of me, Kayla's yeah. on the other, and the moment they talked about school, they just looked at each other <laughs> with this, this sad and understanding yeah. gaze. It's like when two, I know, yeah. man. Like, I know, right? Like you were in the trenches. <laughs> I was in the trenches, too. I've been to war. Yeah. Uh, well, we should probably get going with our episode because well, we have a really special episode we do but before we get going with our episode we should probably ask adam a bit about himself and what he does oh my gosh his podcast oh, i had already told him about i told him i was gonna do that and i just skipped right over i was it. waiting That's for good. it i thought you had a plan no no no, no. Cool. people are tired of me no, no. we want to hear about it uh well, i don't really do much i do all this stuff up here I they can't see it it's my, a podcast that's true i do have a camera rolling though just in case <laughs> there you go in case we get good clips 
That's all about we're all, we're going viral. Viral. It's a viral game. But I I host uh, um, one half of the Oddville Review with John, which you were so gracious to join us mm-hmm. on there. Episode and then three. I work on the uh, the Podcaster, which is where we rate and review the hell out of Kevin Costner movies. <laughs> which is K- really have ridiculous. To be a guest on that. I would love for <laughs> you to come so on and excited. be a guest for it for sure. I would love that a hundred percent. I don't know. Then I play music and I write. And I went back to school. Oh, this month, speaking of horror movies and horror stories and things, yeah. the movie The Hand That Feeds is coming out on Amazon mm-hmm. Prime. Mm-hmm. And I got to be in it as a cameo, playing really? myself with one of my songs. So we were the bar. My band, The Slamming Doors, was the bar band. That's so that will be out, out this month. It should be coming out. Dang, October. it's like yeah. you just recorded that. I know, I know. <laughs> so right. horror movies. So look out for the hand of fees and watch it because I, I want to. If I'm in a movie, I want a lot of people to watch the movie. Maybe you know. Maybe but boost it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm in it for all of like probably ten seconds. Hey, no, that's but that's, that's all but you it's awesome. Best ten that's seconds. I know. Yeah, entire I know. movie. Yeah, who cares about the rest of it? Yeah, I, I'm gonna fast forward to my part, and that's it. Of course, I'm not watch the movie. Oh, I'm gonna watch the movie. I don't know what level of horror we're talking here, A, B, C to Z. I don't know. Yeah, but we watch I all of them. All <laughs> yeah. horror, so I will watch it. And it's independent, made independently made and filmed in Duluth, so we, we all should watch it. Yes. Ooh, and I'll yes. share it with the Twin Ports Horror Society if they awesome. don't already know about it. Oh, that would be great. So that that's a great cool idea. Too. Well, so I'll just we'll throw it out there. I'll be like, it. oh, everybody, look out for Adam at some sort yeah. of bar. Yeah, some... I am the the bar band. It's <laughs> the slamming doors, which is super cool. So. Awesome. Well, so that's that's other things to recommend. We got a movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. We got two whole ass podcasts. Fuck yeah. And yeah. for our local listeners, anytime you want to go see the Slamming Doors, you should because I've yeah. played with them before. Yep. Vince Ziggahosen played a show with y'all and that was my show. That was my favorite so shows. fun. Yeah. You you yeah, that This is this is like full full circle. Yeah. My my project put together Vince Ziggahosen and the Slamming Doors. Yes. We owe it all to you, Brittany. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you are. High oh, five. Oh, high five. On, okay. yeah, I, was like, I, I thought it was a glory. Thing. <laughs> I thought that was like I a glory. Going for thing. glory. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on there. <laughs> we never high five because we're always in different rooms. Yeah. So. Well, we often actually do it through the screen. Do you well, zoom that's five? True. That's cool. Well, because this is a different episode styling, mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna do our ads a little differently. Normally, Brittany and I record the ads Afterwards. at a different time and mm-hmm. then edit them in, but instead. We're just going to go ahead and uh, do it live with y'all. Well, I mean, it's not live for y'all, but it's live for us. We're doing it live. We're Bill O'Reilly in it. Oh, no, don't ever say that. <laughs> Welcome to our Earthrider ad. Uh, this week, it's all about the beer. All about the beer. All about the beer. And I would love to tell you what I'm drinking. Because Brittany asked what we wanted for beer. Mm-hmm. And I had said, you know, give a couple options. And I ended up with the Aloise Amber Ale, which is one of the ones I oh. love to drink. It's uh, pretty timeless, like all Amber Ales. It holds dark fruit, roasted coffee, and <laughs> toasted flavors. Balanced with, like, a hush top presence, because I'm not a huge hop fan. Mm-hmm. But this is just enough to be tasty. Brittany, what are you drinking? I am drinking the Stony Point in a tall boy. These two got six packs. Mine oh. comes in a four pack. But that's good because you it's a tall boy. You get more beer per can. <laughs> exactly. So that makes sense. 
Yeah, so the Stony Point is a India Pale Ale, an IPA, and it has some tropical fruit nose before kicking out the citrus and resonating flavor. That is not what that can says, <laughs> but I agree it does that. It also, I think, I like that they make surfing references on that, and I'm just it's like Stony Point, and oh. I'm like, I know nothing about surfing. What are they talking about a nose? But oh, no, I so see. that's those references. Yeah. Oh. Do you want me to tell you what I'm drinking? Yeah. Absolutely. The Royal Bohemian Pilsner Lager. The Roboho. The Roboho. <laughs> I really like this beer a lot. You asked for it specifically. Yeah, I do like this one. And I don't know much about it. I'm just going to speak to the top of my head. I don't really know anything. It just To me, it tastes malty with a crisp, clean lager. <laughs> and I, you know, the hop, the hop bite it feels, it just, it's a little, no, it's a noble hop bite if I had to describe it. <laughs> we are not at all reading these things off the can. <laughs> This is yeah. this is our personal opinions. Yep, yep. No plagiarism. We are really good at describing Earthrider beer. Just a reminder coming up this October 9th. Keep your eyes out for the Earthrider Oktoberfest that's coming up this upcoming weekend, so make sure to hit that up if you can. These beers and all Earthrider beers are made with Lake Superior water and perfect ingredients. For the list of all Earthrider Beer, you can check out their website at earthrider.beer. I think we're ready to start off our October, our very first specialty month with Left of Skeptic. Yay! We're doing all urban legends this month. Cool. That's what I heard, urban I heard that. Urban legends October. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, our first urban legend is Bloody Mary. Do you know much about Bloody Mary? Just that it scared the hell out of me when I was a kid, and I try, <laughs> and I did try it. You did? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I even tweeted out today wondering whether or not um, people that I follow or who follow me on Twitter have ever played Bloody Mary, Light as a Feather, or the... Um, some other game that I have written down that I'll eventually get to in my notes. And <laughs> a couple of dudes said that they played Light as a Feather, but uh, no one ever played Bloody Mary. Oh, no, I did No Bloody dudes Mary. ever did it. You did it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, in front of the mirror. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, cool. yeah, because in general, like, girls girls play this game. Mm -hmm. We love this game. Girls love to conjure shit. I don't know why. What in our background is like, hey, let's – Let's see what happens if we can conjure some demons or whatever. But either way, we may have heard about it on a TV show, a movie from an older sibling, friends over sibling, or a book, which sounds like the books that Kayla and I have read when we were small children. The creepier, the better. <laughs> uh, somehow we all found out about it and we decided to give it a try. And there are actually a couple of different ways to play it. You and a group of friends will go into a bathroom, lock the door, turn off the lights. Though I heard that apparently some people keep the lights on during the chant and then turn them off like right before they... Like a curtain cut. Like a curtain Whoa. cut, yeah. And then they recite Bloody Mary three times while spinning in front of the mirror. Now, I didn't do any spinning ones. I never... I That's never how spin. I did it. You oh, did you it did with a spin? spinning one? Okay. Yeah. Um, and Maybe that's why I never got a Bloody Mary. I never span. I never span either. Spun. I never spun either. Spinned? I didn't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, yes. There was no spinning involved in my Bloody Mary. 
Or, you know what, if you were really brave, you actually went into the bathroom alone while your friends stayed outside with their ears to the door waiting to see whether or not you would scream. And the whole purpose of this was obviously to lure the spirit of Bloody Mary to you. Which is really fucking stupid. What were we thinking? Just conjuring yeah. demons. No do, you know, do you know why you did it? Just being a kid and, and, and you know, it's like the overnight slumber party, so you get dared to do stupid stuff. Yep, mm-hmm. I think mine was on a dare the yeah. one time oh, I yeah. tried it, too. Uh, I think I only did it a couple... Oh, my God, I was such a jerk. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I did it with my cousin Sarah and Sammy, and I had, like, a little keychain car where it... Uh, if you push the buttons, there are four different buttons, and they made four different noises, mm-hmm. and then the lights would flash. Well, I took that in with me with the lights out, and we did Bloody Mary, and then I pushed one of the buttons, and so this screeching sound and these flashing red lights popped up in front of the mirror, and my cousin Sammy just lost her shit, and she cried. And I was like, I am so sorry, but that was very funny. (laughs) Legend says that she would come out of the mirror angry because you called upon her and would do a number of things that range from staring at you through your reflection hoping you'd turn around so she could steal you through the mirror jesus screaming she'd just come at you screaming she would steal your soul she would drink your blood Mm. she would claw out your eyes and cause blood to flow out of the mirror and onto the floor or any number of things that we all spouted off as preteens the whole like, well, I heard she did this, and I heard she did this. Joke's so I, on you, Mary. I don't. I heard asshole. she gave like shoulder rubs. Oh, really? So I did, that's why I did it. That's why you just all you're just like, man, I gotta like, use a massage. Yeah. I gotta use a massage. It's a long week. <laughs> I'm just imagining. Just, okay, I'm just imagining. Like, did y'all ever watch Euro Trip as a yeah. as a teenager? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just imagining Bloody Mary behind you as like the Fred Armisen character <laughs> from <laughs> Euro Trip. <laughs> <laughs> Not pleasant. <laughs> no. I was listening to a couple of podcasts about this. And again, we've already I've already said this, but we just were super into summoning things because the things that I did as a child were play Bloody Mary, Light as a Feather. Did you play? I, I never did that. No. Okay. And then there was this thing that I remember very specifically doing in elementary school called uh, the concentration game. That sounds familiar. Someone sits in front of you and you hit them on the head. And then you run your hand down their back and you go, concentrate on what I'm saying. People dying, children crying, concentrate. And you go, crack an egg on your head, let the yolk run down, let the children run up. Crack an egg on your head, let the yolk run down, let the children run up. And I looked it up because there I used to do this thing where we would like do a weird chant and be like, on your back, there is a circle. And I could not remember what the thing at the end was so i looked up this concentration game so one person sits behind the other the person seated has their eyes closed and is silent and the person sitting behind them says concentrate 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 on what i'm saying people dying children crying concentrate concentrate and you go through cracking an egg on someone's head and then you stick 10 needles in your side let the blood drip down. I don't remember this part. And then you stab a knife in your back and all of this stuff. And then when you get down to the end, 
you are there's like you wrap a rope around your neck and then this website says and if that's not creepy enough now you can tell them that on top of a building that you're on top of a building and someone pushes them off and the person narrating this entire thing pushes them and quickly asks what color did you see and that will determine how they die oh my gosh i lucy told me about this game really Has yes you ever played it <laughs> well she said what something about the color I don't remember. She said something. We I should ask her here in a little bit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just ask her text her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what color did you see? Yeah, she but said, yeah. She... So apparent. I never got that far. I only know. And then there's like a squeeze of lime on your shoulder, and that's when you actually like squeeze their shoulders. But yeah. So I it was. I told some friends about this when I got to college, and they're like, "What the fuck did you do as a child? Like, why are you doing?" They're like, "Brittany, that sounds like spells." Well. Now's the time where Kayla gives a random pop culture reference because I never did any of that when I was a kid, but all I can think of is from The Office where oh, like, yeah. Michael is really upset yeah. and Dwight's like, do you want me to give you the shivers? <laughs> There's an egg on your head and the yolk is running down and the yolk is running down. There's a knife in your black and the blood is running yeah. down. That's, and that's all you, what it is. That's all, you, that's all you see because it's just Dwight yeah. doing that to Michael in That's his where my mind chair. went to, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I've never, I never played that as a kid. So. Oh, I played it all of the time. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, you know, you were creepy. We've established <laughs> that. Wouldn't it be funny if you, as you're reading this, explaining it, you, like, did summon a demon? Oh, no. <laughs> like, this is why you never read the Latin. This right? <laughs> you never read the Latin. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I was going to throw out some what they say in the from the Necronomicon, and I could not remember the words. Yeah, don't. Let's not recite yeah. the Necronomicon on the playlist. Oh, that's where, hilarious. Like, like, all of a sudden, it's on several people's phones. Like, and then there's just <laughs> demons everywhere. Let's not do that. Bringing you guys here, I, my lights have been haunted just having you well, two that up might here. Be Miss, that might be Miss Alice, so I'm sorry. Yeah, did you hear about Miss Alice? Do you I'm know haunted. About Miss Alice? Yeah. You're haunted? Mm-hmm. I just turned it back on to see if it worked. But I'm just saying, they don't normally <laughs> do that. No, who's Miss Alice? Uh, she's my ghost. Uh-huh. And we don't know that for sure that her name was Miss Alice. That's just what the um, the ghost reader said. That's just what the ghost reader came up with. It could have been uh, my friend. My friend Sarah pointed out that um, it could just be the closest words it could get to. So it might not. But we've lovingly called her Miss Alice. And based on my spirit board sessions, she's not angry and she's not mad at me and she's not unhappy. So. We love wow. Miss Alice. It's just occasionally she sighs while we're recording, and Brittany can't edit it out. Uh, there, wow. there have been several. There have been at least twice where Kayla will be talking, and I will hear a, and I assume, wow, that was so rude of me, <laughs> and so I <laughs> mute my line. And sure enough, Kayla is in the middle of saying words out loud, and something on her audio goes, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get the hell out of my house. What is going on here? Well, as just, I mean, you just throw it out there that you do not welcome anything to stay here with you. No. But Miss Alice loves no. me. I don't think she's going to stay. Oh, okay, no. good. No, That's no. fine. She's, she's I will make sure that I point out that she comes home with me. That's hilarious. Um. Well, so fun fact about Bloody Mary. Okay. This was not always the way this game was played. It was not always about some woman screaming at you through a mirror. There are stories going back way far back. I think the earliest one I found was the 20s as a recording. Mm -hmm. 
that state that before using Bloody Mary was popular, it was actually used as a way for unmarried women to see the face of their future husbands. Whoa. A sort of mirror divination for young, blushing teen girls huh. of the past. The woman would walk backward up a flight of stairs while holding a candle in one hand and a mirror in the other. As they're walking backwards, they gaze into the mirror and they would see the face of their future husband reflected back at them. Now, on the slightly darker edge of that, there was a chance that they would see a skull instead, supposedly the face of the Grim Reaper, which meant that the woman was going to die before she ever got married. Whoa! I just feel like I would die on my way trying to walk backwards up a flight of stairs holding That's a candle hilarious. in a mirror. <laughs> like... <laughs> That's so funny. She tried to see the face of her husband and she ended up dying. My question is like, what happens if you get divorced and remarried? Are you going to see both of them or do you only see the first one? Or your true love. There you go. Which might be the second one. Hey, but sometimes you have one. many true loves, you know. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. That's There's, true. Uh, life finds a way. Um, <laughs> it's not relevant <laughs> to Jurassic what we were Park? just saying. <laughs> so the question becomes, who was Bloody Mary? In most forms i found in terms of like the origins of the tale the most widely believed depicts her as mary tudor the notorious daughter of the even more notorious english king henry the eighth she was the first ever queen of england to rule in her own right but as history does sometimes she's become better known for other things mm -hmm. queen mary the first of england has long been known as bloody mary born on february 18th 1516 Mary was not the son that her parents, Henry VIII and Catherine of Aragon, had hoped for, but she survived infancy, which was a feat at that time, and grew up in the public eye as a beloved princess, at least until her teenage years when her father's obsession with Anne Boleyn led him to divorce her mother and break with the Catholic Church, because divorce was a huge no-no back then. Yeah, so she they couldn't be Catholic. Yep. No. And get divorced. So Mary was declared illegitimate, downgraded from the title of princess to lady, and separated from her mother. Mary refused to acknowledge the validity of her parents' divorce or her father's status as head of the Church of England. Mm -hmm. She was Catholic. She was going to stay Catholic. Divorce was not okay. Okay? Okay. It was only 1536, after Anne's execution and Henry's marriage to another woman named Jane Seymour, that Mary finally agreed to her unpredictable father's terms. She would be welcomed back to court, and she survived Henry and three more stepmothers after this, only to see her younger brother, who was a half-brother, Edward VI, take the throne as a Protestant campaigner. So basically, at mm. this point, everything's the Church of England, which is Protestant. Mary is still hella Catholic. When Edward died six years later, he tried to leave the crown to his Protestant cousin, Lady Jane Grey, excluding all of the next people in line because it's all about hierarchical stuff here. And Mary and her younger half-sister Elizabeth were like, uh, fuck no. Mary chose to remain in England and fight for what was rightfully hers. Eluding the armies of her enemies, she rallied support from nobles across the country and marched on London. Mary and Elizabeth rode into England's capital side by side, one as a queen and one as a queen-in-waiting. And this was a big deal at the time. During her only five-year reign, Mary made Catholicism one hell of a priority. Hell yeah. 
puns. <laughs> Get it? Nailed it. <laughs> she had over 280 Protestants burned at the stake in what is now known as the Marian persecutions. It is important to understand here that heresy was considered by all of early modern Europe to be an infection of the body and mind that had to be erased so as not to poison society at large. Mm -hmm. So all over Europe, the punishment for heresy was not only death, but the total destruction of that heretic's corpse, which is why the burning was normal. It was normal to be burned at the stake. It was just not normal for the massive amount of people that Mary burned at the stake. Yeah, 280 is kind of a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of fucking people. Surrounded, just gather another 20, get to three. Right? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, or what leave are doing? another 30 off and just yeah. do two Come on, man. But yeah, in five years, Make it easy. almost 300 people, because they were not Catholic. Wow. Catholicism, wow. Ar irony. This is what earned her that beautiful name, Bloody Mary. While Mary's gender and her desire to rule as a queen on her own, not be placed below her husband, played a huge role in the formation of her image, you can argue that one of the most important factors in the creation of Bloody Mary staying power was the rise of the rejection of Catholicism. So she was this, like, figurehead for Catholicism in England. And a 1563 book by John Fox, known popularly as Fox's Book of Martyrs, is key in the creation of strong Protestant identity. And he details torments suffered by men and women burned at the stake under Mary's rule. And he does word of mouth accounts and like these brutal woodcut illustrations. The accuracy of Fox's manuscript is pretty big point of contention in historians, but it is... It was and is still well known, and it's not just that she burned a bunch of people as, at the stake, because like we said, that was common. It was that this man wrote this book and was like, look at how fucking shitty she is yeah. and how many people she brutally tortured. And because this book was so enormously popular during the Elizabethan era, with copies placed in local churches alongside the Bible, right? like they had this in churches for people to see. Wow. Um, Anna Whitlock wrote a biography of Mary, the Tudor queen, and she said that Fox's account would shape the popular narrative of Mary's reign for the next 450 years. Generations of school children would go up knowing that the first queen of England was Bloody Mary, a Catholic tyrant. Mary died at age 42 in 1558 during an influenza epidemic. Although she had also been suffering from abdominal pain and may have had uterine or ovarian cancer. But that was not stuff that was really known about at that time. So they don't have any way to verify it. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people assume that Mary like was killed because of all this stuff going on. But no, she she died. died natural. She died natural in natural causes. Wow, that's crazy. I actually heard somewhere else that during her teenage years, she had just the worst and painful intense menstrual cycles mm -hmm. and that those greatly affected her mental state and so she actually went through phases of a kind of mania because her periods or pms were so bad and that that actually could have some sort of effect over why she was a bit wonky in the head yeah a bit touched as my, my mm, aunt would say a bit touched you know all I can be thankful is that at no point has Shark Week been so bad at me that I tried to burn somebody alive. Oh, my gosh. Legit. Legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Arts and Crafts Week at Panty Camp. 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So, so, Queen, so Queen Mary, one version of who Bloody Mary could potentially be named after. Yep, yep. Mm. And then another version that you might find is the story of Mary Worth. So some people believe that the story of Bloody Mary is actually based upon the story of a witch named Mary Worth. And there are a couple of different versions that I've heard of this story. However, uh, when Kayla, bless her heart, did the uh, putting together of the research for this episode, which I didn't have to do mostly. (laughs) Uh, We went with one very specific source, uh, which was hauntedrooms.uk, just because all of the stories vary drastically, which is not uncommon in our field. Nothing ever seems to be Mm. the same. There's so many different stories. So uh, we went with this version, which is actually the version that I knew beforehand. Okay. So thank you for putting together something that I recognize. And just for Adam's knowledge, this is also why we're, like, we on our website have a whole list of sources because things vary oh, so often all... in paranormal fields. That's we so frustrating. reference everything. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. we don't ever want somebody to say, well, I heard that differently. And like, all right, well, this is where we found it. Yeah, this right, is where we got it right, from. Right. And if anybody ever wants to let us know something differently, we are welcome Please to hear tell it. Please tell us. Yeah. We'll revisit it for sure. So as the story goes, back in the day, there was a woman named Mary Worth. And all of the townsfolk in the village nearby assumed that because she lived in the forest in a small cabin and sold plant extracts and herbal remedies and tinctures, that she was a witch. Mm. Mm -hmm. And while some of the villagers actually used the remedies to heal themselves and their various ailments, at the same time, they also shunned her for her pagan practices. At some point, young girls from the village started to go missing. And the townsfolk looked everywhere for them, and then they started to think to themselves, hey, maybe that witch who lives in the woods and sells potions has them. Mm. Classic. So a few brave souls go to Mary's cabin in search of the missing girls, and although Mary denies any knowledge of the missing girls' disappearances, the townsfolk grow even more suspicious of Mary because... When they show up to look for the girls, Mary, who is normally aged and worn in appearance, is suddenly looking more feminine and youthful. Oh. Suspicious. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe yeah. it's the, the blood of young of girls. many young, <laughs> Maybe <babies>. young girls. <laughs> Maybe it's children. <laughs> Sanderson sisters. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. yeah. So then uh-huh. one night, while the miller's wife was sitting up with a very bad toothache and interestingly treating it with a herbal tincture from mm. Mary herself, the daughter suddenly became captivated by a mysterious noise that only she could hear. Oh my gosh. Very hocus pocus. Very come yeah. little children. Yeah. I'll take thee away. Adam, you're right the here. black flame candle. You're right here. Exactly. Oh my gosh. And the miller's (laughs) wife, frightened by the fact that their daughter seemed to be in a trance and being led from the house and into the woods, she called for her husband to come help. Sadly, not her brother, Thackeray, because maybe they would have saved out Thackeray. (laughs) Thackeray. Thackeray Biggs. Oh, my gosh. So they followed their daughter, and they're pleading with her to come back to the house, but it was no use. She continued to follow the unspoken an unseen force. So then the millers call upon others to help, like the other townsfolk, and one farmer notices a light at the edge of the woods, and as they get closer to it, they saw, or claim to see, 
Mary Worth standing in a clearing next to a huge oak tree, and she is said to be holding a wand, pointing it towards the miller's house, and she was almost like glowing with an unnatural light, mm. and that the miller's daughter was heading straight towards that light. So then when the townsfolk realized what Mary was doing, they took out yield pitchforks and guns and when mary realized that what the townsfolk were doing she broke the spell and she ran for the forest you just said ye old pitchforks and guns yeah Yeah. sorry hell yeah look i'm i'm in it i'm i'm in it you're in the zone zone. come on man so but mary was not quick enough because she actually got shot in the hip by a farmer who had loaded his guns with silver bullets. Oh, okay, said bitch was a werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> I get Just it. I get it. You want to be prepared. Smart move. <laughs> so she Just was kidding. caught up by the townsfolk, kicking and thrashing and screaming, and they tied her to a stake. They built a fire around her, and they were going to burn the witch to stop her once and for all. But as she burned, she set a curse upon the village. Awesome. That if they dare utter her name into a mirror, she would be back and her spirit would return from whence they sent her to exact her revenge. Very, on all hallows even yeah. the moon is around, a virgin <laughs> will summon us from under the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Only a virgin can light the candle. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, virgin. <laughs> Dude, can I just say, I had no idea what a virgin was when I first watched that movie. Like, I didn't know what the term virgin meant. I don't mm. think Danny did either. Yeah, like, I'm not a virgin. Uh, like, <laughs> what the fuck is a virgin? <laughs> I, know. I mean, I know now, but yeah. I didn't at the time. Oh, you, you I, I didn't either. Yeah. I didn't either. No. That's so funny. <laughs> Unfortunately for the town folks with the missing children, though, when they returned to Mary's house to do a little bit more thorough search, they found what they were looking for, rows and rows of unmarked graves. It seems that she had been using the blood of their children to keep herself young. Hmm. Wait, nope. wait a minute. What? So she was a witch? Well, after okay. all. So oh first gosh. of all, yeah. let's let's <laughs> let's clarify here. This source right. is 100% an urban legend. R- right, right. It was right. just the most consistent yeah. source we'd found. So I'm not saying that it's accurate. Right. Uh also like the whole thing that she was using a wand. Like if you look back on those stories of witches back in the day, Wands was not. Yeah, they didn't a, really right. use one. Yeah, where did a wand come from? Vada Kedavra. Like I, I don't, I, <laughs> I don't know. But that does. So yes, that's what they're saying is that she was using their blood to keep themselves young, but or keep herself young. But there's no actual verification for any of this story. Mm. It was just the most consistent story I found, which does lead us into another potential origin story. Okay, Elizabeth Bathory. Do you know who Elizabeth Bathory is? Uh-uh. Should I? Yes. Yes. Okay, so first of all, if you ever have time, look more into Elizabeth Bathory because okay. it's fascinating. I actually went to a panel at a convention. Mm-hmm. I believe that one was either Wizard World Chicago or maybe C2E2. Okay. But they specifically talked about vampires in comic books and popular culture and Elizabeth Bathory. So I learned a lot about her. The name sounds familiar. But the problem is, and I didn't do a lot of research for this part of the story, because Elizabeth Bathory, I understand why they would think she's Bloody Mary. I'll tell you about it in a second. (laughs) But really, it's more closely tied to vampires almost every time. 
okay. Yep, it's, yeah. She is, I'm just doing a quick little Google search on Wikipedia. Okay. So she was a Hungarian noblewoman and alleged serial killer from the family Bathory, and she owned the Kingdom of Hungary. Uh, that was a weird way to end that sentence. So uh, <laughs> ah, <laughs> essentially, she was a super, super rich lady in the 1500s okay. who had this habit of sort of collecting the the ladies of the nearby villages to, to take them on to be like her servants, mm. which was a supposed to be a much better situation than living in their houses and being hungry. Mm. But it turns out that once she got them to her house, she murdered them oh. in very terrible ways. Oh, like no. she had, she would hang them upside down and slit their throats uh. and, and uh, drain it into a tub so she could bathe in it. And oh. she would do other things like her and her assistant would basically douse the women in water and put them outside in the winter uh. and let them freeze to death. Dang. Like she's she tortured the bejesus out of these people. So yeah, and. Although they had, oh gosh, I don't even know. Um, She's basically renowned as one of the first ever serial killers. Oh wow! And, a, and the the first and only woman serial killers who has uh, like a six hundred plus body count. Oh yep. wow! Yeah, dang, she did a lot of crazy that's scary. Things. Yeah, but and supposedly she did all of this to keep herself looking young. Mm -hmm. So she would specifically target women in the nearby villages who were younger and Pretty. beautiful because yeah. she believed she would absorb their, you know, soul force, blood, whatever. Man. People bathe in blood all the time, man. Do they? <laughs> so, many, so many blood baths. What have you there. been doing? <laughs> uh, how do you think I look this good? <laughs> um, but that's also... <laughs> 30, 30, whatever, I'm not going to say, you guess. <laughs> <laughs> but that's also where a lot of this comes from where i say yes she is a theory but because her name is obviously not mary yeah, yeah so there's right, no yeah. mary element there yeah and then also she's often more closely associated with vampires not bloody mary so mm. i did not do as much research into it that would make more sense it's very it's very vampire in fact i believe that she inspired the legend of dracula Oh really? Mm -hmm. Her and Vlad, Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, Vlad yeah. the Impaler. Like they, they, Dracula is a character that was created f off of a mixture of many historical mm. people. Vlad yeah. the Impaler is the, just the most well known. Um, also, he's a man. There you go. Nosferatu. Also, fun fact, and I don't know if this is true, so it's more like a fun rumor. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think Elizabeth Bathory might be a little bit why they're called bathrooms and why it's called like a bath. Oh. Versus like a washing tub or a restroom or anything else. But I've heard that several times, but I have never looked into the actual validity of that. Okay. Instead homework. of a loo. Instead homework. of a loo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there are many modern betrayals of betrayals. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We're getting, getting dark up in yeah. here. <laughs> there are many modern portrayals of Bloody Mary. The most obvious and one of my personal favorites is the horror slasher Candyman, played by Tony Todd. He has become a horror legend in his own right, but that character was heavily inspired by urban legends, the biggest of which was Bloody Mary. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Also pretty heavily off of the hook man, since, you know, Candyman oh. has a hook. Urban legend. Yep. 
Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for future episodes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Candyman has four feature films released in 1992, 1995, 1991, and now Recently. 2021. I knew that this was coming up as one of the modern portrayals, and I was like, I haven't seen Candyman yet. I should probably watch that. I've never that. seen any of them. I, so good. I watched it this afternoon, like right before I came here. Oh, really? With Steve. Steve watched it with me. <laughs> I've seen it before. I don't know why I... Thought you hadn't. I thought I hadn't, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is actually also based upon a murder from Chicago. Yep. That really happened. Okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see the TikTok video this last summer or whenever it I happened? Um, it was a girl in New York who opened up her mirror and then crawled into apartment on the other side. <laughs> no. Okay, so this really happened. I'll find it to you. I'll find it what? and I'll send it to you. Yeah. Okay. This happened. She she was li- living in her New York apartment. She suddenly felt like this draft. And she's like, this. I don't know where this came from. So she took the mirror off of her bathroom wall. Okay. It wasn't even screwed in. It, it was wasn't even screwed in. in there. What? And she crawled into an empty apartment on the other side. <laughs> so I think <laughs> sometime in the 1980s, there was this uh, project house building that was yeah. built. And uh, this woman, I think, believe she was an elderly woman, she had called 911 like two or three times saying that people were trying to break in. And they just, they kind of ignored her. I believe she was a black woman. Okay. And they didn't really care about the people who lived in the projects. Yeah. And then it turned out that the way that their bathrooms were built, the medicine cabinets were just set. There was a hole in between the two apartments and yeah, medicine cabinets were set back to back, but you could take the medicine cabinet out and get through the hole into Mm -hmm. the other person's apartment. And so she was murdered. And Candyman is is kind of really heavily involved in that actual true crime. Yep. But also, you say his name. Yep. So in the films, Mm -hmm. the character is an urban legend who draws his power from those who believe in him. So Mm -hmm. if nobody believes in you... You know, you don't exist, basically. But mm. lots of people in these movies believe Candyman. Right. And anyone who challenges that belief can dare to speak his name five times into a mirror. Okay. If you dare to do this, you will instantly become a target for him. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. Candyman, 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 Candyman. Don't say it. <laughs> Just waiting to see if somebody cut me off. <laughs> There's no mirrors I, here. I take the ride. I buy the ticket. I take the ride. I'm not. I'm not messing with this. I'm not tempting any of this. Um, other portrayals in modern pop culture. There was a 2006 horror film that was written and directed by Richard Valentine, mm-hmm. but honestly, it's not worth dwelling on too much. It was called Bloody Mary. Oh, okay. The movie was. But it got a score of 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not good. And with very good reason. I normally don't take much stock in Rotten Tomatoes ratings. But it's not good. (laughs) Uh, Steven Uncle Creepy Barton of Dread Central rated the film a two out of five stars. And his summary is the best one I can think of. There's some good acting, killer sound design, spooky ghost effects, and a decent amount of nudity and gore. (laughs) But it's a real shame that all that goodness gets lost in a semi-coherent abyss of confusion. Oh. It makes no sense. Like, you watch it and you're just like, I would like this if somebody just, like, put it together better. Just describe my wedding. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. That's such an like an old man joke. A decent amount of nudity and gore. <laughs> yeah. It's such like a Rodney Dangerfield but, joke. But but such a semi-coherent abyss of confusion. <laughs> <laughs> You'll also find Bloody Mary in episodes of popular shows like Supernatural. Oh, I just started my my daughter and I just started watching that show. <gasps> Have you gotten to the Bloody Mary episode no, yet? No, we it's only in the we first started season. in the very beginning. It's okay. the first. It's in the first okay. season, and it's I think one of the best episodes of the first it's season. It's really, oh, really good. Okay, yeah, we've been. We've I been love that watching show. Watching that, I you know what I I I remember you mentioning that, and we saw it on Netflix. I was like, you know what? I think you would like this, Lucy, because she's kind of into the yeah, you know, the spookiness. Oh, she's like. Yeah. Oh, she oh could boy. start listening to the podcast as long as oh you don't boy. mind her listening to cussing. Well, uh, me. Question. <laughs> yeah. Sam or Dean? So I don't know enough yet, okay? First impressions. First, First impressions, impressions. They're both different characters. That's true. I, and they're both so <laughs> complicated. And I like complicated characters. Mm-hmm. You can be the tiebreaker because we are opposites. Oh, really? Gosh, so Sam I or just Dean. don't know. I just don't know. I, uh, I like... I think a younger me would have liked the more rambunctious Dean. Dean. Mm-hmm. But as I'm aging, I like the responsibility and I like the sense of, you know, I don't know. Normalcy? Uh, well, like duty. Sense yep. of yep. duty, Sam. So I don't know. But I'm still a rock and roller. I'm still a rock and roller in heart. It's all so Sam, all the time. All <laughs> Sam, all the time. I am 100% Dean. <laughs> I, I thought I was Sam at the beginning, but you just wait. S- Dean's story arc in like how he grows as a person. Uh, he, oh my God. I like he that. doesn't grow that I much just, as a I person. I just had a dream last night about <laughs> Dean, and I was his lady, and it was oh, delightful. Jesus. I'm telling Steve, and also he does not grow that much as a person. Sam has yes, way more character growth. Mm. No. This is not a supernatural no. podcast. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Sorry. Sorry to even bring it up. No. <laughs> no this what have I do, done? Adam. This, has done? Done? this <laughs> happens so many times. Oh, oh uh, another <laughs> favorite TV show, Bloody Mary is in an episode of Charmed. Ah. Oh, really? Okay. And then the ultimate, one of our bonding moments, X-Files. Oh. There's you know, a I was going to go somewhere else. I don't remember her being in X-Files. Well, it's she specifically wasn't, but there was an episode based off of Bloody Mary. It's one of those episodes that, frick, what was the title of it? It's a word I can't pronounce because it's like it's like six letters long and it doesn't look like it pronounces an actual word. Okay. What What is the plot? I don't I don't know. You were connected to the internet. Duchovny looks in a mirror. And uh, Says, I don't know. And then Scully's like, Mulder, that doesn't make any sense. Right, and then, right, right. And then oh, Mulder's right. like, yes, of course it makes sense. And then that's... Ziggy Gee. Yep, there you Ziggy go. Ziggy Oh, wow. I'm serious if it's artist. Wow. Oh! <clears throat> with, the, with the fucked up children. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, damn. Yes, yes, yes. I remember this one. Okay. So, that's... Good Girls Gone Bad. We mm. love X-Files mutually. We both love X-Files. And the best part about X-Files, you don't have to pick between Scully and Mulder. Just accept them as a ship. Love it. And you yep, move on. Yep. Oh, my God. There's also it's a really Mulder. badass version of Bloody Mary <laughs> in the Fables video game. What is it? The Fables video game. The Fables video game. So there is a series of comics or graphic novels called Fables, and it's oh, like okay. adult version of fairy tales. Very cool. Sean's really into it. Oh, cool. And then they released a storytelling video game based off of that, and her character in that game is 
I think it's funny that you say it, the adult version of fairy tales called fables. They were originally called fables, and original fables very, very adult. were fucked up. <laughs> very, very adult, yeah. Very adult. 100%. Yeah. Um, so I was specifically looking for listener stories, personal experiences with mm. Bloody Mary. Mm. Um, but it's really difficult to find Bloody Mary stories online. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like most people have their experiences, and either nothing happens or something happens so intensely that they just leave it alone and don't talk about it anymore. Yep. It's also very hard to weed out the, like, okay, now you're just telling a story online just to tell a story. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch that I did not include because they were they felt very obvious right. that they were, like, faked. And these might be, you know what, they might all be fake or they might all be true. I don't know. We specifically don't want to ever target people and say that's not your experience because it very well yeah. might be. This is left of skeptic, not right on. Not right. dead on skeptic. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So after doing a bit of research, I found one blogspot entry where the initial creator shared virtually no information about themselves. Mm-hmm. And really, it's all focused on Bloody Mary. It like, looks like they created this blogspot just for this. Damn. Um, the blogger goes by the username, Are You Bloody Mary? and shared their story on September 24th of 2007. Now, I don't know if y'all remember 2007. Some of our younger listeners might not know about it at all. <laughs> oh, that's right. We do have at least two listeners who yeah. were not alive in 2007. Yeah. Oh, that was two years after I graduated high school. And it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't seem that long ago, but it really was. No, that's almost wasn't. 15 years ago. No, sh- oh, don't say that. My daughter. Why are you doing this? My daughter this? was born in 2008. <laughs> oh, no. At, oh, geez, at this point in time. I need to take people. a bath and some blood. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, blog posts were kind of the height of the internet. You got Live Journal, mm-hmm. right along with uh, MySpace. And Neopets, if you're me. I was on Neopets way too old to be on Neopets. Wait, <laughs> Neopets had a blog? I loved Neopets. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, Neopets yeah. had forums. Oh. Played games. Kept pet. And met, yeah, I had friends on Neopets. But, but weren't Neopets when we were in, like, middle school? I just said I was on Neopets <laughs> for much longer than I should have been on Neopets, okay? okay? I'm going to give it longer <laughs> tonight. I still around. It is. I, you think I didn't check that and create a brand new account? Because those, those HTML games are fun. Want to play Merca Chase, man? Oh, that's so funny. Anyway, just keeping all of that in mind, the timeline. <laughs> okay. Here is Are You Bloody Mary's blog post post. From apparently forever ago. <laughs> they said, I was 10 years old, and my friend and I were having a sleepover. After gossiping about every boy in school, we got bored, and we started talking about our favorite horror movies. When that got us thoroughly freaked, we tried to come up with the things that we could do that would freak us out more. Mm. I would pretend I could hear someone knocking on the door on my back patio. My whole backyard was woods, so that was particularly creepy. Uh, My friend kept on pretending she'd hear someone coming down the stairs. My bedroom was on the bottom floor of my house, so being in the basement, pretending someone was coming down the stairs was even really scary if it sounds silly. Then I remembered Bloody Mary, and we both squealed appropriately, and I got the candles. Of course, the candles were actually fake. My parents wouldn't trust me with real fire in my room. But even the fake ones served their purpose. We went into the bathroom and switched on the candles. I decided to be the brave one. I spun in circles a little more than three times. Spinning. But we were giggling at this Mm. point, so the dizzier the better. 
We both went to the mirror and I said, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody <gasps> Mary. Oh, <it's> <laughs> oh my God. I couldn't. There's no mirrors here. Oh, I was that's like true. looking that's at the true. reflection in my that's beer true. can. That's a good point. That's a good point. Good point. I looked before. We I, a webcam. There's a webcam. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I couldn't focus. I was so dizzy. So I asked my friend if she saw anything. She said no. And then in the reflection of the mirror, we both saw the window that faced my backyard. And there, staring at us from outside, was a girl with her hands plastered on the window. Her mouth was open like she was screaming. Uh. I know that this is fake, but I got chills. We screamed and ran as fast as we could up the stairs to my parents' room, waking them up and, quite frankly, pissing them off. Right. But we wanted my dad to go check it out. When he went down there, there was no girl, no nothing. We didn't sleep a wink that night. And to be honest, I didn't sleep for about a week after. I kept the curtains down and kept earplugs in my ears. But that moment has stuck with me forever. Uh, So I have an overwhelming fear of seeing faces in windows. Mm. Because I lived in, if if my tiny hometown had, like, the bad side of the tracks, I grew up in it. Mm-hmm. And I remember one very specific night where uh, my dad and his friends were downstairs. And I'm pretty sure they were smoking pot. Like, I didn't <laughs> know, but we weren't allowed to go down there. And the, re- the cousins and I and friends are upstairs. Mm-hmm. And I heard a noise out of the front windows. And it was, like, ground level. And I opened I peeked through the window, and there was a face there. Oh. And from that moment on, oh. I fear of looking out windows. Uh, so this is, like, absolutely terrifying. Yeah, that's scary. But I like that she was at least on the other side of the glass. I grew up with a room in the basement with an egress window, and uh, my house is a split level. My windows for my bedroom and all the bedrooms in my house are at floor level. Oh. I love sleeping with the blinds open. Because oh you know what? Gosh. If something's going to be outside of my house, I better fucking see it. Well, that's, that's fair. I'm so surprised that she was like, I slept with earplugs. Yeah, like, wouldn't you want to hear it? You would want to hear it. Steve sleeps with earplugs. I refuse really? to because I need to know that hmm. I can hear something. If I don't live in a good neighborhood. Right, I, I, right, I right. had two experiences this last week where people were yelling and shouting and screaming at each other, and then the cops came. Oh, boy. And then the next day, more people were yelling. Different people were yelling and shouting and screaming at each other, and then the cops came, which is why I want to move. Also, lightning struck, you know. Oh, the lightning house. struck the church, church across the street from my house. Like, I need to know when these kind of things happen. <laughs> um, another blog I found was called Halloween Web, which seemed dedicated to sharing urban legends and stories from readers. Uh, They shared several stories from people, all only listed with first names. Okay. One reader named Ashley stated, I have seen Bloody Mary. My friends and I decided to try it out. This is what we did. One, we went into the bathroom. Two, turned out all the lights. Three, ran the water. Weird. That's something I've never... Yeah, I've heard that. Today's... You can't just be wasting water like that. Well, this was also from around that timeline. Oh, yeah. I think okay. it was like in the s- mid two thousands. Socially sorry, conscious. Sorry, sorry okay. to interrupt. Okay, okay. Just my environment. <laughs> no, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. Four spun around three times, saying "Bloody Mary." Five closed our eyes and held hands until we heard anything. Not saying this was right or wrong. This is just how we did it. There was a low thump, and we opened our eyes. There was a bloody, dark-haired girl covered in blood. 
but it's it was redundant, but very. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought that, <laughs> but I didn't want to change the story. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, right. Sorry, I'll shut up. Sorry. But it was very, very dark, so very hard to tell. All she did was look at us, like an image painted on the mirror. Then we finally got scared and turned on the light, and whatever it was, was gone. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I, cl- I never claimed any of these were yeah, factual. These yeah. were just some of the stories I found that were the least, like, there were some pretty, like, ones where they were like, I said it three times yeah. in the mirror when I was seven, and... Yeah, we hung out. And... And then my floor cover got covered in blood, and I <laughs> right. couldn't see anything. And I, like, it, there were some pretty extreme ones. I gathered the I, what I felt were the, ones are the more most reasonable. likely yeah. realistic. Ones. I just, you know, what I have trouble with is the way that things are written. Mm-hmm. If they're written too much like a narrative, then it's like, oh, this person is a writer. Yep, and right. it's fictional, and they're they're good at it. So, were, were there any stories from girls named Sammy who said that? My idiot cousin yeah. hold, no. held up this flashing, screaming car at me. Nope, she you you that outed your, funny. Nope, you outed yourself there. She didn't even need to do that. That would be so funny if you found that on a blog post some, somewhere later. It was a blo- it was a live journal from like yeah. 2013. Like, oh dang, this really stuck with them. Sorry, Sammy. <laughs> so another poster named Izzy posted. Me and my friends all try to summon Bloody Mary spirit. Uh, You may hear that people do a different way than us. Most people write on the mirror. I've never heard that before. Or light candles or say Bloody Mary while turning around seven times. Not things I've ever heard before. Uh, Not... That's not the way that we did it. So they sat around in a circle with our knees touching. You can't break the circle or you'll be cursed. Extra added, like... That's weird. Drama there. And then we said, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, please may we speak to be Mary. What? Okay. That's the way they wrote it. All right. Uh, and then we mm. flipped a coin, heads yes, tails no, and asked questions when it landed on heads. So we started asking yes or no questions. And when we asked, uh, please may you show us a sign that you're here, she said no. She asked, we asked two more times, and then she said yes. That sounds like just simple statistics. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> we were playing a CD at the time, and it went all jumpy. The CD had no barks on it. Aww, little listeners won't get that either uh, because it was brand new. And then we all started to feel dizzy and faint, and our vision went blurry. Before you break, you must say, please may we close the circle until it says yes. And we kept getting a no answer. We were getting scared at this point. We felt long fingernails ooh, ah. uh, brushing rough on our back and faces. And then the taps turned on by themselves. Then we couldn't get up because we couldn't break the circle. My mom and dad were out shopping, and we were the only people in the house. <laughs> the blinds then started shaking, and the window wasn't open. We got so scared that I broke the circle, turned off the taps, shut the curtains, and hid. And from that day onward, I've always felt someone behind me. I have a feeling I'm not alone. Okay, that just sounds like a straight up, like, they summoned a demon. That sounds like the scene from Paranormal Activity. Yeah, they summoned a demon. When they did Bloody Mary in the bathroom, and then the demons started throwing stuff around. Demons. Demons. Fucking demons. Fucking demons. People with the demons. Zach would be so proud of us. Dude, I I am scared of demons. I was so excited to go an entire episode without mentioning Zach at all. 
Zach Baggins. Oh my God! <laughs> All right, I mentioned Zach in my book. You wait, yeah, what? I, and I have a the devil is the devil is in my book. Uh, that that is the weirdest way of saying this. I'm so sorry. I was. <laughs> That was like the dumbest thing. So I write a good book, and good book has devil. I write, bo- I write good it. book. I write a scene, book. Got devil. There's a scene in it where the fox is the devil in the book, and he is. They're asking who he is, and I'm TV's Zach Baggins from Ghost Adventures. <laughs> Just with the hope that one day it gets back to him, and he can have the, and he'll have a copy of my book. You know what? If it gets back to him, you know what's going to happen. Huh. He's going to call you a demon, and then he's going to try to exercise be like, you. Won't you scratch me and throw me down the stairs like you did in 1973 <laughs> to that guard in this prison? He's always trying to fight ghosts. Yeah. He's always trying to fight it. Hell yes. Kayla's Kayla's grandma, she's got a great story. Mm. Okay. So my grandma loved ghost adventures. Okay. My, my grandma, my grandma Beth is an amazing woman. Okay. And one of my only family members who gets almost as into paranormal stuff as I do. Like she's about it. Right. She right. texts me when there's something on the Discovery Channel that is about ghosts that she thinks <laughs> okay. I might like. Okay. She's amazing. Well, she was a Ghost Adventures fan. And then uh-huh. at some point, she got so upset with them because they were so disrespectful to these locations that they visit, especially mm. Zach Baggins, that she wrote into the show and told them that she would not be watching them anymore. Oh, damn. And I don't mean that my grandma like sent an email. I mean, my grandma wrote into the show. Wrote a letter. Like wrote a letter, wow, like a strongly very, worded like, letter. Timey. Excuse me, Mister Baggins. Yes. I Dude. really do not appreciate how rude you're being. I'd like to think that my grandma was a little bit more like fuck, fuck yeah with oh, it. Yeah. It was like fuck you guys. You're disrespectful, so but you're, I don't. You're telling me that your grandmother ghosted. Ghost Zach Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> my grandma ghosted Zach Baggins. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, all right. That's amazing. And I am 100% on board with that. But we call, uh, a lot of times we call it the show that will not be named. Because ah, Kayla, a lot of the that. locations we cover mm-hmm. have oh, been visited sure. by there. And we reference things. Like, there's shows that we love. Yeah. Like, we love BuzzFeed. Unsolved. Uh, Unsolved, Supernatural. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, they're the never. The Taps team? Fuck yeah. Even when Shane's good. being a dick, he's not being disrespectful no. to the like location no, or the No, that's ghost. shitty to do Like, that. Zach yeah. is like, that's Zach shitty. is straight up aggro about it. Fuck him. Yeah. One day, maybe I'll get recognized for just hating him that much. I don't know. Cri- Christine got blocked by him once. That's the goal, man. What? I know. Yeah, Chris, Christine from And That's Why We Drink, way before they started the And That's Why We Drink podcast, got blocked by Zach Baggins. <laughs> and so then when M and the podcast got verified on twitter and instagram she was certain that zach was paying was like pulling some sort of strings in uh in twitter and instagram world because she was the one who submitted the stuff to get and that's why we drink verified and they got the podcast got verified her co-host m got verified and christine would not get verified and she's like is this because I got blocked by Zach Baggins. <laughs> he has that much pull. I love that he has like that much. I just want to, oh, I live, gosh. we all live for that little blue check mark. And oh, all I want is for Vince Gohosen to be popular enough to get one of those check marks. You, you, you guys could. I think you just have to apply for it. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. I think it I would applied be cool. for it for Ellipsis, but it was like five years ago. I'm going to apply for it. Let's apply for it for the podcast. Let's yeah. do it. Let's we'll be the do official it. Left of Skeptic podcast. And we'll be like, we were verified before anybody else with this name. Because who knows? Somebody might jump on it and try yeah, to steal our name. Oh, Cease and desist. Yeah. All right. 
So, oh, yeah, that sorry. was the bulk <laughs> of our stories. Those were the mm-hmm. personal stories. Like I said, there was yeah. a lot of other ones, but they're few and far between, and a lot of them are pretty. Yeah. I'm surprised you guys didn't bring up Beetlejuice. Well, but oh, I mean, Beetlejuice what is a s- came afterwards. Came well, but no, you're well, right. Yeah. I should have brought that up as one of the popular as part culture of the pop references. culture. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't even think. I don't that. think of Beetlejuice as horror. Oh, I guess you're right. I, it's I just find you say it his name like three a, times. A, delo- a lovely little delightful. The most. Oh, I'll go say Beetlejuice three times in the bathroom right now. I, you and if Michael Keaton shows up. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. I was going to say, the it. most horrifying thing that Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice ever Beetlejuice, did Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. was make a fucking dreamboat yeah. like Michael Keaton look ugly. I, <laughs> back in the day, dude, especially as Batman, Keaton could get it. Oh, Keaton's the man. Uh, I'm a big fan of Michael Keaton. Are we going to do, instead of a pod Costner or something with Michael a Keaton, Keaton? The pod Keaton? Pod Keaton. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't quite roll up the tongue as well. No. Have fact, Costner and Keaton ever been in a movie together? Uh, No. No, that would be a good haven't. one. I, I like that you just know that. that. I do know that, weirdly enough. <laughs> because I've, I've searched for it. It doesn't <laughs> I, believe exist. Me, I would be very happy for that. Uh, but Brittany, you had mentioned oh, yeah. something about uh, how this phenomenon is not uncommon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is actually a thing. It's a different kind of disassociation. So when you look into a mirror long enough, uh, essentially your brain gets bored. So if you're looking at your reflection long enough, essentially your brain gets bored. So it starts kind of like morphing your your figure in your face so that it looks like something that doesn't actually look like you. I won't do this. It really freaks me out. I don't I don't fuck with mirrors. Yeah. Because of the magic thing. Uh, But yeah, so it is actually a thing. And there have been studies done about with people who to see like what people experience if they look into a mirror for a really long time. Mm. So part of the theory of Bloody Mary is that you are in a low light setting, which helps with the disassociation, and you're staring in a mirror for a really long time. And so there's actually a scientific reason why you might see something different or something scary, and it's because essentially your brain gets bored and it morphs it into something else. Interesting. Man, that's super interesting. Then there's something called the Troxler's fading, and this oh, is Troxler's a fading. Yeah. you know you know I don't no I have no idea. What that <laughs> oh, I, was to, I, was, I was trying to sound oh, smart. Of course, so, of course. So Troxler's this is fading. a, a that's where they say you're not supposed to stare in the mirror when you do mushrooms, right? In that Troxler, Troxler's. Uh, no, so this oh, okay, is actually um, straight straight from Wikipedia. Thank mm. you, Wikipedia. I actually donated twenty dollars to them two weeks ago nice. because I use <laughs> nice. them a lot, and I was like, here you go. <laughs> Uh, so Troxler's fading or Troxler's effect is an optical illusion affecting visual perception, which is when one fixates on a particular point for even a short period of time, an unchanging stimulus away from the fixation point will fade away and disappear. Recent research studies uh, suggest that at least some portion of the pers- perception thank you phenomenon associated with Troxler's fading occurs in the brain so essentially this is one of those things where um you ever see those things online where there are like different dots of different colors yeah and then you look at them long enough and it kind of shifts into something yeah. else so that is essentially the concept behind Troxler's fading is that when you stare at a point for so long your brain is going to sort of 
it's it's going to change what it sees because it gets again it gets bored a lot of this is basically your brain gets bored at looking at your stupid face yeah, so right right that's essentially it. something else <laughs> now change a channel <laughs> to go back to what you said and what were my next notes actually okay. drugs oh okay all right well now that's... i am not saying that i have ever done drugs in my 33 years of life no you made me I am talk about it not whatever. saying that i have ever done drugs because i certainly sorry mom my mom listens to the podcast oh, i've done yeah. drugs anyway um <laughs> <laughs> well shit my mom listens to the podcast yeah well but like i'm just saying that i may have heard at some point at some time that looking in the mirror while on psychedelics such yeah. as a particular fungus might be a really bad idea i'm sure it probably is but you know what i love <laughs> you did? I stared for like a half hour. Oh my gosh. It's like your face does these weird twisty things. You almost look de demon-y at some point. It's pretty cool. Yeah, see, I I won't even do that. I, I will not look at my face. I know. But I'm I'm so fascinated with how big your pupils get. I oh, how it. dilated it is? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, just will, have you ever tried it while completely sober? Yeah. Okay. I love it. I also love like, so I don't exercise much anymore, but when I did exercise, I loved going for a run because uh when i lived in those apartments that you also lived in the mm -hmm. studios mm -hmm. they we had drop ceilings that were the like kind of office drop ceilings yeah. where they were textured Lovely. and i would love like running 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 until you were like so exhausted and then i'd run up the stairs and then i'd lay because like when you're when your endorphins are rushing that gives you that can like oh yeah talk with you a little Runner's bit high. too so I then would lay immediately on my bed and just stare <sighs> at the textured ceiling and watch things move around because I think it's so cool. I've literally never run that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless something's chasing me. <laughs> I, know, it hasn't I play happened. real sports and I try to be the best at exercise. <laughs> well, now, granted, all of these stories we shared are mostly children, people yeah. doing it as children. So right, I right, right, highly right. doubt drugs are. Uh, no, I hope it. not. But I did feel like it was worth mentioning. Oh, and yeah. I will say that catotromancy, catotromancy, catotromancy. Yeah, you I just think wanted you got to say it because right. a cat. You just wanted to say the word cat. Well, no, it's actually a super ancient practice of summoning spirits or telling the future via mirrors. Oh. Yep. So it is something that ancient Egyptians, Grecians, Grecians, <laughs> Grecians. <laughs> used to do is that they would uh, essentially like summon spirits via mirrors so the idea of being able to summon a spirit like bloody mary via a mirror hmm. is actually a really really old concept wow. even though the very specific idea of bloody mary is relatively newish and by newish i mean in the last like 150 years but that also brings up the idea of mirrors as portals so, oh. so there's good soup. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as we have discussed in several other stories, mirrors can create portals. Did you know, Adam, that you are not supposed to hang two reflective surfaces facing each other in your house? Don't do it. It creates a portal. I knew that. I just forgot for a little bit. So, do, do you have that? Because you should move that. I don't have any mirrors. Uh, when you're me, 
You, I'm sorry. You choose not to have mirrors in your I house. I thought you soaked in the blood of children. Well, that's that's why it's a waste of money. I know I look good. I don't need a mirror. <laughs> uh, so, my friend Travis, love love him, love Travis. Uh, he recently purchased a house, okay. and every time he would send me photos of how he was setting up rooms, mm-hmm. and I'd see two mirrors near each other, I was like, "Those you aren't know, facing each other, are they?" Don't do it. And he's like, I know better, okay? Like, I'm not going to face mirrors at each other. I wouldn't know better. I think that would be awesome because then it would be no, like no, no, an no, infinite. No. That's just it. it. That's that's what creates the portal. Oh, boy. Yep. Which, so you can have like a handheld mirror. Like, you can use it like in the bathroom to check the back of yeah, your I hair. But do yeah, not yeah, yeah, hang yeah. mirrors opposite each other. Okay. Brittany, not to bore our listeners because they they have heard this story before. Oh. But in a little quick summation, Brittany learned this the hard way. Did I didn't have mirrors across from each other, but I did have a no, mirror No, I, I said reflective surface. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was oh. a window. Oh. A window that faces a river, right? What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, so it was outside the house? Uh, okay, so I lived across from Chester Creek. Okay. I lived, like, right along Chester Creek, and I had this weird situation where uh, I had this mirror that – was hanging in my bedroom, okay. as mirrors do. It was between two closets that just seemed like the best place to put it. Sure. And I would have a series of streak marks show up in the mirror, specifically around where my face is. Whoa. And it kind of looked like, um, you know, eyeliner? If you were to get white eyeliner. Okay. And so it's kind of like, like a crayon type deal. And so I would have these white, like, slash marks they were right around where my face was, and it was, I'm short, and it was, um, like, for regular people. <laughs> okay. So it was very specifically where <laughs> okay. my face was. Okay. And at the time, I lived with two dudes, and they were both like, this is dumb. I don't know why you're doing this. Why are you asking us these questions? One of them was like, it's probably something behind the mirror that's soaking through. And I was like, no, Nick, that's not how mirrors work. They're glass, okay? Yeah, Things don't, don't soak, soak through, through them. It. It's not right? osmosis. So it, it even got to the point where I left for a holiday and I was the very last person in the house. There were three of us total. Those two had already left and I was also the very first person to come back. And I had cleaned my mirror off before I left. And then I came back and my grandma drove me back up. And I was like, okay, so I left before my roommates. I'm back before my roommates because I had to work. And I needed her to come up to my bedroom. And sure enough, in the time from when I left, from when I came back, there were these white slash marks over the mirror. Oh, my God. And I got to the point where I actually asked my landlord about it. And I was like, so weird question. Uh, Has anything weird happened with the mirrors in this house? Because it was also a house covered in mirrors. And she's like, what do you mean? And I was like, That means something had. Yes, mm-hmm. and so I was yep. like, okay, so I have this mirror, and these things keep happening. And she's like, oh, my God. So she used to live in the house. It was her ex-husband's mother's house, which she somehow inherited. I don't know how it worked out. But she used to hmm. live in the house. She, her room used to be my room. She had a mirror hanging up in the exact same spot. And she had a bunch of weird things happen around the house herself. She invited a Native American shaman that she knew over so bless the house, he walked into the bedroom, which was her bedroom, which is now, at the time, my bedroom, and he looked at the mirror that was hanging up in the exact same place where I had my hair mirror hanging up. Because it's a logical said, place to hang a mirror. Between yeah, it makes closets. sense, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, the whole wall is a closet. There was a space in between. You put a mirror there. And he said, you should never have a mirror in this room. Things are coming 
through that window into this mirror. From and the I, river? Yeah. So so Chester Chester Creek is apparently super fucking haunted, and I've oh. heard this from a couple people. I, I actually went down to Lady Ocalot. 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 It, I thought it was Ocelot. <laughs> I thought it was Ocelot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We had a whole big debate about it several times in the earlier episodes of the pod. Uh, but yeah, I actually told her where I was and or I, I told the description and she said, oh, are you up by Chester Creek? And I was like, I am. And she's like, oh, yeah, there's a portal there that runs along Chester Creek and things are coming in through your window. What the and, fucking and, hell? And, and, and bouncing and hanging out in your mirror. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all have heard this story no, before. But oh, Andrew, I'm we I'm might have, no, no, we might yeah, have new listeners that's that actually might not true. Yeah, so, yeah. so uh, yeah. anyway, basically, Lady Ocalot, who is a, a local witch, who has a shop in Duluth, told me that to stop this from happening and for things coming through into, into my bedroom at night is that I should hang up a sheet in the window, that just the one that faces the mirror, and I it should be black or white, never red, and I should hmm. do it before sundown. So for months, I hung up a black sheet in that mirror before sundown. And okay. then... One day, like three months later, I was working at a store up at the mall and we had to do inventory, which lasted until like two o'clock in the morning. Okay. And the very one day that I did not hang the sheet up in the window, I woke up in the morning and there were slash marks all over my fucking mirror. That's crazy. And ever, That's super spooky. Yeah. And then my sister, I, I moved from that house down to my sister's house for like three months. And she's like, you better not fucking bring that mirror. Oh, my God. And I did. And you know what? I still have that mirror. It lived with me at Kayla's house. Yeah. That was a point of contention for a minute. <laughs> she, because she was like, was revealed, is it that mirror? It yeah. was revealed after <laughs> we lived together for almost a year. And uh, I was like, excuse me. Aka, excuse me. Was... <laughs> Was this mirror in our house, the house that I invited you to live in with me? I was yeah. like, yeah, and it's he, fine. He was like, yeah, it was that mirror. I was like, fuck, I used that mirror. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's Aka lot to deal with. It's an Aka lot to deal with. But you know what? You Aka love me a lot. I do. You, oh, you love me an Aka lot. You never on us. You love me an Aka lot. Oh, that's There good. we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> there's your title. It, it took a while. It took your, a while. There's your episode title. That's so then we come down to the ultimate area where this legend excels. Okay. The overzealous imagination of preteens. Mm. I mean, I'm really going to – I'm not saying that this stuff doesn't happen because mirrors are portals that we know. Yep. Okay. Like, and things can be summoned that we know. Mm. Yeah. Hold on. Let me find it. Court it's, summoned me many times. Catotromancy. Catotromancy. Yep. So we know these things. Right. But where this spreads and has become the legend part of the urban legend okay. is that every preteen, I shouldn't say every, it's almost girls. every preteen. It's girls. Yeah. But it's not just girls, it's mostly girls. So it's a lot of them. It's it is a lot. a lot of them. It's mo- it, yeah. But either way, Girls in general, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. In general, <laughs> preteens talk about this a lot, and you will be hard pressed to talk to somebody 
after the age of fifth grade, I'm guessing, that hasn't heard this story from somewhere and tried or knows somebody who tried it. Mm. And like any game of telephone, it's going to get more and more exaggerated yeah, with every sure. telling. Mm. So while I do think that this is very possible, and I do think there are some legit backstories and some well-known backstories for why Bloody Mary could exist, right. I think it ultimately comes down to... Preteen girls. Preteens. <laughs> sharing stories and really needing to be the center of attention Having as yeah. as anybody with surging hormones does yeah. surging hormones means i want attention it means i'm going to tell this really intense story we like to summon demons it's like the it's like the it's like the preteen equivalent of the fish was this big right right <laughs> right 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 that's a really good yeah yeah, yeah. I wonder what kind of new urban legends are out there today with preteens you know slender man slender, slender man. man and remember uh the scary long face oh from moo moo or whatever yep. it was like mama moo moo me, me, yeah me, mama. yeah yeah uh I, I think it was it is moo moo i'm Moo-moo, almost very yeah, sure that was so spooky Oh, I'll look it up and I'll maybe maybe I'll tr- swap out one of my stories for that yeah. if you haven't heard it. Yeah, I don't know so what I don't know what that scary. is. Yeah, I thought it. I was like Ghostface Killer. <laughs> oh my God, Scream! Oh, excuse me, Skeet Ulrich. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, there's Ooh. also things though Hotel that plan. say yeah. that because Bloody Mary is in fact mostly something that girls do, that it's some sort of weird metaphor for like girls entering into puberty and mm. getting your period which i think is honestly the stupidest reason i was gonna say i think that's way that's too deep reach. it's so that's, that's, that's what i said yeah, that's but it's it comes up all of the time when looking at it as they're like well young girls do this and they're what age are they they right before they get their periods and i was like that's Carrie? so stupid young psych students gotta have a reason to yeah, have a write a paper yeah, yeah. And you know, and maybe there, maybe there's something. Tiny, a lot of things can be true, but I would be really surprised if that was the. Yeah. No, it sounds so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. But I wanted to to say it because all the podcasts I listened to mentioned it, and I was like, "Well, that sounds uh, stupid." <laughs> but I will mention it, <laughs> and then let you know. Oh, and I it's also stupid. A, a nice uh, rem- hangover remedy. That's what. Okay, so that was the thing I was going to end on. Oh, that I'm was the sorry. Thing I was going to end on. I know this is so. I'm so glad somebody else because I was like, all I want to do. My last thing I was going to say is all I want to do is look into the mirror, ha- shut the lights off, say Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Oh, you said it three times. Again, no mirror. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. And I just, want, Beatles, 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 Beatles. I just want, I just want, Candyman, 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 Candyman. No! Oh. oh, all right. I'm Shane in this scenario. Anyway, I just want a really big ass Bloody Mary to show up on the bathroom counter in front of me and just... Like not the spicy mix. I want clamato. Oh, I don't do clamato. A nice good, a nice good like rim of uh, Lari's seasoning salt because it's my favorite. Okay. I want a pepperoni stick. I want a pickle. Nice. No olives. Get that olive shit out yeah. of my Bloody Mary. Olives. Where are we? Cheese, <laughs> pepperoni. <laughs> right. A good celery stick in there just for stirring. Mm-hmm. Nobody eats the celery stick. I hate celery. And then you got to at least have two splashes of Worcestershire. Oh, yeah. Now you're yeah. talking. Yeah, you're, you're Some celery language. salt. Hell, yeah. 
and then a good squeeze of lime and lemon. Mm. I want that in front of me after I say those words three times. That's hilarious. So, so if somebody knows how to make that yeah. happen, if you could write into the podcast, I'd appreciate it. I'll drink three of those staring in the mirror. <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> Let's see what happens, what your face morphs into. By the uh, third one, it gets real crazy. <laughs> so Earthrider actually does a Sunday morning Bloody Mary version, oh. but they use beer. And I was almost going to bring it for y'all. Red beer. Uh, yeah. But. Dude, bloody beer. I love a bloody beer. Yeah. yeah. Michelada. Get out of here. Sounds Get out of here. Is that what it's called? Uh, Michelada. That's not. I don't know if that's what it's called. There's a drink called a Michelada that's like a Mexican version of a. It's okay. usually like includes like uh, like specific kind of Bloody Mary mix. And I yeah, think they usually also lime, do the rim. And yeah. then there's some lime and stuff in there too. But you know what? Sounds delicious. Yeah. I love a bloody I almost beer. did that. I, I wish I would have been more ambitious. This Because oh, yeah. what a perfect time to bring y'all some Earthrider. Oh, my God. We didn't do blood. We brought Earthrider beer. Why the fuck didn't we drink Bloody Marys, too? Oh, man. We you missed an opportunity. Hindsight's 2020. But I like to do, uh, so I like to, if you take a pint glass, you're going to fill it like three quarters of the way full with beer. Oh, yeah. Um, you fill it like three quarters of the way full, and then you add Bloody Mary mix, and then equally as much pickle juice as you added Bloody oh, Mary mix. Oh, yes. I am all about the added pickle juice. Yeah. Yep. I When I make my sloppy joes, I always make them from scratch because that's how my mom did. And by the way, they're vegetarian sloppy joes. So oh. I have vegan Worcestershire sauce. Sloppy nice. nose. Sl- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't eat beef. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Do you not eat beef, or do I don't you not have beef? No, I don't do with beef. No, I, don't, I don't do beef. Oh yeah, both, 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 both. Uh, I'm a but, vegetarian, and I ain't fucking scared of him. Mm, 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 mm. I ain't got no beef because I don't eat no meat. Mm. Damn wood. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I instead of doing vinegar as part of the thing, I use pickle juice. Mm. Nice, and it is so much better. Fun fact: if you ever make your sloppy joes from scratch, use yeah. use pickle juice instead of vinegar. I like that we made two different musical references. I referenced a very trashy band from my childhood mm. called Three O Three, and you referenced the Ant Word, which a lot of people like a lot more. Mm. Well, it well we just. I posted that thing on our Instagram where I think you're spooky and I like you a lot. And I had it stuck in my head for a really long time and I could not figure out the origin. And then I was like, oh, it's Dant Word. I think you're freaky and I like you yeah, a lot. I, I like Dant Word a lot. <laughs> so we have now referenced many things for Bloody Marys, <laughs> yes. including the drink. So I think we've got our bases covered mm-hmm. as far as full coverage of the topic. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> now that we have fully covered the topic, it is time. Okay. Mm. To rate okay. this on a skeptic scale. Okay. A scale of para to normal. Para being five, normal being one. But is it like if I like it? Uh, uh, so there is, how hey, there is. is the how you want to do the scale okay. is okay. entirely no up to your interpretation. We there are times that I every week. Yeah. There okay. are times <laughs> that I rate things a five that are totally not believable, but I just like it a lot. Yeah, okay. And there okay. are times that I love a story, but I'm like, oh my God, there's no way this happens and I rate it low. Yeah. So mm, okay. it's entirely we usually up to you. give our rating and then it's say arbitrary. Have a beer then. and then we say why yeah, we yeah. give our rating. Okay. Yeah. Brittany, why don't you give your rating first so that Adam can get an example of our rating? Okay. All right. On a scale. Five being para, one being normal. I'm going to give Bloody Mary 3.5. I'm doing that because I'm not 100% sure if it's real. 
However, okay. it gets – so I'm, like, right in the middle. I don't think it's not real. I don't think it's 100% real. But I – I'm right in the middle, but I'm giving it the little extra 0.5 because of nostalgia. The nostalgia factor, it's it's that's key. a real thing. That's, a thing. I, that's where I was going to. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what is your what is your rating? Um, okay. I think I'm gonna give it four out of five. A lot mm. of it's nostalgia, mm-hmm. but a lot of it is like the the murky histories behind it. Because every right, every historical story is really a good story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's crazy. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I'm for it. Kayla? I'm going to give it a 1.5. Dang. Uh, I knew I'm, it. I'm always uh, more brutal with the ratings right. than Brittany awesome. is. She's uh, way, I, I'm always a three. And here <laughs> is why. Well, I'm a guest. I had to be nice to the thing. Here is why. I love the idea of Bloody Mary. Uh-huh. I love the pop culture references for it. I love what it's created in our society. But mm-hmm. I think it's mostly... The overzealous preteens like I was talking mm. about. And I think that these stories that people have regarding Bloody Mary are probably them summoning ghosts or demons or something else using oh. mirror portals. Okay, I'm sorry. You're giving it a low score because they're not summoning Bloody Mary specifically. You think they're summoning other things? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want Beelzebub. Yeah, yeah like fucking Azazel's Mary. over here. Yeah. And I didn't ask for Azazel <laughs> is what I'm supposed saying. To be here. I didn't want Legion in my whole my house now. But I mean, there's we are a- not Legion. We are looking for Bloody Mary. <laughs> but there's also other explanations: drugs, drugs, mm. drugs, drugs. Uh, disassociation, drugs. disassociation, the Troxler effect. Yep, there's mm. the cata 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 cat something. Cata cata no admits. No, should be herder. You nailed it. You know. You had it well. <laughs> so uh, there's up. <laughs> a multitude of reasons why these can all happen, but it is not, in my opinion. Bloody Mary, so it gets a lower rating from me. Catotromancy. Mm. Yeah, cat romance. Cat romance. Cat romance. I ship two cats. <laughs> I ship that my cats are in love with each other. <laughs> if you go into my bathroom and look in the mirror and say pig three times, he will puke on my rug. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something. Uh, my, my cat pig, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least he's a black cat, so yeah, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, hundred percent. All right. Well, oh my God, thank you, Adam, for joining us. This oh, is this so is my fun. pleasure. Oh, so you talked about your band and yeah. your. Oh, podcast, yeah. but you never fucking mentioned a book, so you oh. want to throw yeah. that out there? I'm what the they call thing. a Renaissance man. Oh, a little bit of everything. Does that mean you go to the, does that mean you go to the Renaissance Fair <laughs> and the tights? And, and I eat a turkey leg. Yeah, he, he's an atom of all trades. <laughs> I, I have. I've written a book called Limbo, an odd novel, and it's very much about like Monty Python, goofy humor about the afterlife, and I put that out three years ago, and I just finished my second novel uh, called uh, Villa Layla. Which is like a monster river monster thing and fuck like, yeah, but like yeah. yeah, very Peppy. silly. Peppy. Yeah, Peppy. What's Peppy? Uh, the monster like Peppin. Mm-hmm. Oh. You should uh, oh. listen to episode three of our podcast. Okay, I will. But don't judge us because it was recorded via Zoom. 
And oh, it was also funny. very uh very bad before we figured out editing. But we if you want to know about Peppy, it's okay. Very I will tell you about it. Peppy. How how do you guys like doing it in person like this? Was it I easier? Love or was I it love more this. Can we just come here every week and you guys? In your uh, attic? You're, you're more than welcome to use this place when you need. I, I might not always be here. That's fine. <laughs> just give me just, a key. We'll yeah. just let her to show me how to record the thing. We'll just scare the crap out of your daughter. She knows. She's used to it. People come in and out. Like this studio is a working studio, so people are in and out all the time. How about how about we? like provide her with some creepy thing every time <laughs> she, we'll be like don't promote this here's oh my gosh book. can we give her creepy things <gasps> I, oh my gosh we love to give people creepy things maybe i have a ouija not board gonna, no no <laughs> we're not doing this because she is a preteen <laughs> dealing with she's probably in the bathroom right now trying to summon a monster <laughs> so a girl after our own heart. <laughs> she will get a kick. But we, yeah, before you leave and after this, and I don't mean to keep rambling on and on. I'm sure this is a lot of editing for you. No worries. But we should ask her about the color that she 100%. saw. Go, go ask her. The concentration yeah. go ask her. Should we get, get her up here? Yeah. Yes. Is that weird yeah. to have her on here? No, no not at all. Let's see. Okay. All right. So this is Adam's daughter, Lucy. So did you do the thing where it's like, concentrate on what I'm... Okay. Yeah. So you saw a color. I, I didn't play it with the color thing. I Googled it to try to find what I did. Oh, you can't look. What, what colors did you see? I saw gray and red. Okay. It was really weird, but yeah. I hope that you get... What does that mean? Neither of those. <laughs> so, oh. so, okay, so, okay. From a, from a teenager's perspective, mm -hmm. you've heard about Bloody Mary, right? Yes. Okay. That's what we're talking Where about Where did you tonight. hear about Bloody Mary? Just... I've just heard about it at school. People in the school. At school. So at school. Okay. Yeah. So is that also where you heard about the concentration game? No. My friend and I were looking up uh, scary games to play. Okay. You're kind of girl. You're just right after our own heart. <laughs> oh, love it. Welcome scary welcome to our game. childhood. Yeah. <laughs> we also played Cat Scratch. What is Cat, what cat scratch? scratch is? You tell a scary story about a cat and you're supposed to have a scratch on your back. <gasps> Did it work? Oh what? A haunted <laughs> cat game? Yeah, Did it worked. It worked? You had a scratch on your back or she had a scratch on her back? I did. And she did. Oh my god! How do you play it? Okay, okay. How do you play the cat scratch game? Uh, so one person lays down in their lap and you rub their temples and then you just tell a story and you're supposed to, and you're supposed to feel a pinch. And then you just if you have to get up really fast after the story's done, you have to see. Oh my god, Brittany! They're summoning cats. What? I love those cats. <laughs> He's been really concerned because we've been sitting here talking about Candyman and Bloody Mary, and yeah, he's like, "Please stop saying these things I in repetition." I've heard of them, but I never do them. I've done them. Oh, oh hi! Yeah, we summoned a cat. We summoned, yeah, yeah summoned pig. <laughs> Maybe it was you. All right. So, do you want to know what those colors mean, Adam? Dad. Maybe. Dad. Maybe. All right. So red. Okay. Because this is. Whatever color you see at the end of the concentration game is supposed to be how you die. So, so you do all the things, and then you basically just if if yeah. I if you did it this way, you describe how you're on top of a building. Oh yeah. And then you get pushed off, and whatever color you see is supposed to describe how you die. Okay. So if you saw red, it means that you're going to be stabbed. Ah, oh, that's nice. <laughs> Uh, if you saw gray, it means that you will die of a disease in a hospital. So I'm really hoping that you don't get stabbed and then get like gangrene or something. What? <laughs> I, too, would, like, I don't want that. <laughs> but see, here's the thing. Terrible. Here's the thing. Lucy saw black 
and or wait no, red and gray red and gray yeah so here's what i'm choosing to believe that means i did no research at all you know what this means you're gonna live till you're 80 and you're <laughs> gonna die warm in your bed surrounded by your grandchildren yes or a bear fight or a bear fight. Or a you bear could fight. die That'd in a bear cool. fight. Bear yeah. fight. Yeah. That'd be cool. That you gross. are going to die. Yeah. I was going to say, haven't you said before that yeah. you're going to die oh, via yeah. bear fight? That's what I want. <laughs> it's yeah. very specifically yeah. his that's, thing. That's, that's what I want. <laughs> or, or, hear me out. You're never going to die. You'll become immortal. Ooh, so you might. I can haunt people. <gasps> oh my God. Ah! Your she is. I want that. I want to be a Girl ghost. Girl after her own heart. You want to be a ghost? I want to be a ghost after I die. I can scare people so badly. Oh it would my. be awesome. Yeah, but you, but cats will still see you, which is great, because I love cats. I we'll mean, meet I'm up cool with you. That. We'll meet up with you at that point, because there's mm-hmm. no way that we're not going to become ghosts. So we're yeah. going to become ghosts. Yeah, we'll we, we, can, we can make a conjuring 2.0. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> How do you know that? Your daughter's I've seen the that coolest. Movie. <laughs> God, Adam, we love your daughter. I think yeah. I love your daughter more yeah, than you. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's, it's very true. I like I you more than Adam. Yeah, I'm cooler than him. <laughs> it's very true. When it's it comes true. to paranormal stuff, I am. Yeah, yeah anything else, I'm not. He doesn't seem to get it. We had a whole conversation about Bloody Mary, and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, Yeah, Bloody Mary is terrifying. I don't ever want to do that. <laughs> but he, he played it. I did it. Yeah, he played it as a kid. Yeah, yeah. I saw Bloody Mary. Seems cool. I hung out. Get a few drinks. Oh, we chilled, you know, cooked a little bit. Oh, what did you cook? Uh, Human flesh. (laughs) I was going to go with pasta sauce, but all right. (laughs) Actually, they didn't cook it all. They just made Bloody Marys. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, they called that what? uh, I was going to say Gestapo, and that was incorrect. What is the the cold... uh, Gestapo. Gestapo yeah, that's... <laughs> no, it's in the cold, yeah, cold tomato cold. soup. Gazpacho? Yes, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said I was like, I was going to say Gestapo, and oh, I know that's cold not too. right. <laughs> Coleslaw is also good. Mm. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for joining us. Yeah. Thank you, Lucy. I, I was so... You can take that with you. I'm going to go now. All right. <laughs> She's like, I did not want to come up here, and y'all... Yeah. Thank you, y'all made me... Y'all made me. God damn it, my dad. He was always she kidding. obviously loves you, though, so. What's you guys should talk about baby blue. What's baby, baby blue? blue? What the fuck is baby blue? Wait, come back. Come back. Come back. I'm sorry. Okay, what is baby blue? So, it's like Bloody Mary, from what I remember, and you feel the weight of a baby growing in your arms, and eventually it gets really heavy, and then you see someone in the mirror, and they're like, give me back my baby and all that, and then you have to flush the baby. Things took a really dark turn. You should look it up. You should look it up. Get so, out of here. That's <laughs> wait. Is I the would baby, never do it. Is the baby blue because it's I don't know. Because it's dead. dead. Probably. Oh because God. it's dead. I saw I saw a couple things that said that uh, Bloody Mary will sometimes for some people show up with a baby. Yeah. And I'd never heard that. It's too before. much. That's too much for Adam. No, Adam's over it. He's like, nope. okay, I like. Fuck them. this. You yeah, you should look it up. up here. I'm going downstairs. Okay. Wait, no. See, no. We gotta finish you. the podcast. Wait, first, does it does it help when I think of Baby Blue? I think of Raffy. Like Baby Beluga. That's funny. When I went with David Bowie Labyrinth. Oh, the Baby Blue. 
No, <laughs> that's not what that song goes like at all. <laughs> Labyrinth. I well, saw my baby. Magic, magic dance. Yeah, it's dance, magic that's, dance. Yeah. That's not. What? Oh, Where did you, you get oh, Baby Blue from? Yeah, it, because it's part of that song. I saw Where? my. No, wait. Oh, wait. There is one time. Hold on. Let me let me go through the lyrics in my oh, head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw my baby crying hard as babe could cry. What could I do? My baby's love had gone and left my baby. Oh, yeah. Blue. Okay. <laughs> Nobody knew <laughs> what kind of magic. Okay. Spell. So, this is a, a really quick summary. Uh, baby. Oh, that's nice. Baby that's Blue. No. Hi, baby. Blue, Baby Blue is an urban legend about a strange game that kids play in bathrooms. Oh if you perform the ritual, they say that an evil ghostly infant will appear. That is fucking terrifying. You're grounded for, you're staying here. <laughs> thank you again, Probably Lucy, for coming yeah, back. Thank you so much. Yeah, all yeah. Right. You're dismissed. I didn't even okay. know about this blue baby blue Yeah, you should business. look up a ton of scary <laughs> We're, uh, right, this, this entire month of October, <laughs> we're actually covering urban legends. A different urban Very legend cool. every week. Very cool. So if you want to tune in and hear your dad, you can start with this one on Wednesday. <laughs> she's like, she's like, now nah, I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it might be cool, but she's then you said my dad was in it. Yeah, she's sick of me too. No. No, I'm doing it right now. Red door, yellow door. Thank you, Lucy. Red door, yellow door. It, 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 oh, red door, yellow door. Okay. Scary game. Oh my. Red Door Yellow Door is a scary paranormal game to play at sleepovers. This ritual is known as also known as Black Door, White Door, or Doors of the Mind. Ooh. One person acts as a guide and puts you in a trance and leads you through doors and rooms in your mind. Fuck. What? You need at least two people to play. One is the guide, the other is the subject. Others will sit quietly and watch. Step one. The guide sits down on the floor, cross-legged, with a pillow on their lap. You lie on the ground with your head on the pillow and you close your eyes. Step two, raise your hands in the air and try and relax. Uh, your eyes must be kept closed throughout this game. So then, step three, the guide starts to massage your temples with their fingers in a circular motion while chanting, red door, yellow door, any other colored door, over and over. Hmm. If there are other people watching, they should also chant too. Step four, when you feel yourself slipping into the trance and you see a room or doors in front of you, lower your arms. This is the signal for the champing to stop and the game to begin. Mm. <sighs> okay, so the guy will ask you questions, getting you to describe your surroundings and prompting you to open the doors. Whatever the guide asks you as a question, you should answer it. Examples of these questions are, are you in a room? Describe this room. What color are the doors? How do you feel about the purple door? Open the purple door and go through it. Some advice. If you encounter people in the room, it may be wise to not interact with them. <laughs> Usually they turn out to be evil or will try and trick you. Okay. If you find yourself in a room full of clocks, leave immediately. Clocks can trap you. Whoa. You can go wherever you want, but it is better to go up than down. Uh, light things and light colors tend to be better than dark things and dark colors. And if you become trapped in a room, you have to try and wake up or you'll be trapped in the trance forever. They say that if you die in the game, you also die in real life. If you encounter a man in a suit who makes you feel uneasy, you should end the game immediately. And in an emergency, if you are unable to wake up, it may be necessary for the guide to shake you roughly until you awaken. Who's the guy in the suit? 
don't hang out with him. Oh. <laughs> if he makes you feel uncomfortable, get out of there. Which works in real life as well. Yeah, that's very true, yeah. Have you encountered a Bloody Mary? Have you <laughs> played whatever the hell this baby blue game is? Uh, Red door, you, yellow door. Have you encountered multiple colored doors in some weird trance-like state? We want to hear about it. Or if you have any other general listener stories to share with us, please let us know. You can email us directly, leftofskeptic at gmail.com. Or, hi pig. Or <laughs> you can visit our website, www.leftofskeptic.com, and click the Listener Stories tab. You can choose to remain anonymous or include your name. All we ask is that either way you please include your pronouns. We want to normalize using recognizing pronouns. Pro recognizing pronouns. <laughs> you can also find us on social media at Left of Skeptic on Twitter and Instagram or Left of Skeptic Podcast on Facebook. Thank you all for joining us on this spooky wednesday thank you adam for joining us oh yes. man this is spooky my pleasure wednesday. it was so fun it's the first spooky Very wednesday fun. of the spookiest month my favorite month and this podcast took some turns i wasn't expecting <laughs> but i have been stoked on every level oh editing this uh, will it's be gonna a be a bitch it might be a, might be a two-parter huh <laughs> it's a lot of content but look i made you some content oh, Anyway, we love you all very much. Do you know how we end this? Yeah. He does. We did do. this. Are, Are you ready? ready? Yeah, I'm all ready. Right. One, two, three. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye. The Left of Skeptic podcast is written and hosted by Kayla Moria and Brittany Lind. This week's episode is edited by me. Brittany Lind. The Left of Skeptic music is by Dave Melling and Emily Havoc, and our artwork is by Al LeBlanc. Okay, bye!